Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pat Flynn, and welcome to episode 18 of Ask Pat. And this is where I answer your online business questions every single day. And at the top of the show here, I want to mention my own podcasting tutorial, which you can find at podcastingtutorial.com. Completely free, no opt-ins required, just six high-quality videos that will walk you through step-by-step how to start your own podcast. And I mentioned that because it has to do with today's question and answer, but also because a lot of people have been asking me uh, since discovering uh, the show uh, which was just released a couple weeks ago. Well, how do you start a podcast? How did you do what you do? Well, podcastingtutorial.com will help you out. And today's question, which is about podcasting, is from Zach, and he asks about how I prepare my episode. So let's get into Zach's question right now. Hey, Pat, how's it going? It's Zach from zachjohnson.com. Great podcast. Love what you're doing. You're changing people's lives every day. My question for you is, how do you prepare for every podcast that you do? What's the steps that you take beforehand? Do you write down the questions that you're going to ask? How much time do you take to learn about the person you're interviewing? All that good stuff. Thanks. Great question, Zach. I I do two different kinds of shows, actually, for my podcasts. A solo show, where it's just me talking, and then an interview show where I have a guest, sometimes multiple guests, come on. So let me tackle both of those for you because I approach both types of episodes in different ways. With a solo show where it's just me providing content to the audience myself, I first think about one very important thing, and that's transformation. That keyword, transformation. I ask myself, what's the transformation I want my audience to have after listening to this episode? By thinking about that question alone before you create any sort of content, not just podcasts, but blog posts, videos, presentations, it will be that much easier to put together when you think about that transformation and it'll be easier to execute and it'll be better received because your audience will have gained something from it first because that's the first thing you're thinking about. It's sort of like asking yourself, well, what's the goal behind this piece of content or podcast episode? But I like thinking about it from a transformation point of view or transformation angle because it helps me put the focus on, okay, what can I do for my audience? And they are, of course, the most important part of the puzzle because without your audience, you know, you have nothing. So think about their transformation first. That's in uh, in a solo show. Um, And I typically have a number of stories, examples, case studies, tips, or tricks that go along with that transformation, that support uh, and lead up to that transformation. And so I outline the show from there. You know, transformation first, then I outline it, and I think about those stories, examples, case studies, tips, and tricks that go along with that. I think about um, the order that would make sense with all of those things. Again, always remembering what we're doing here, which is transforming our audience in one way or another. I'll often use mind mapping tools to help me do this. I use a tool called MindMeister. That's my favorite mind mapping tool. There's also FreeMind and another one called MindJet, all great mind mapping tools. And and what they do is, no matter which one you use, it pretty much kind of puts whatever is in your brain on the screen. You know, you're, you're just you're just kind of just spitting and puking on the screen, whatever's in your brain, and it, it allows you to sort of organize that information and then put it in a specific order and then into an outline. I mean, that's the beauty of mind mapping. It's hard to figure out what's going on in your head, but when you see it on paper or when you see it on a screen like that, you can put things in order, and that's the first step for anything I do. I Whether I'm writing an ebook or putting out another piece of content of any type, you know, mind mapping is, is, is a key component of that. 
So once I have that outline, which comes from that mind map and then ordering and then creating that outline for whatever it is I'm going to do, I know where I'm going. I have that roadmap. But here's the thing. I used to script my entire episodes. I used to script the whole thing. And I did this at first because I was scared. I wanted to make sure I covered everything I wanted to cover. And I didn't trust myself to deliver the information myself. So I wrote everything down. That was a bad idea. It took forever. I wasted a lot of time. And most importantly, I didn't believe in myself or even give myself a chance to use the knowledge that I had to become the content for me. One of the cool things about podcasting is that you can just talk and let the content come out and and have it be like a conversation, um, which will often actually help you produce content faster than writing a blog post sometimes. But because I didn't trust myself in the beginning, I wrote everything down. And like I said, I wasted time. And at first, the shows sort of just seemed kind of robotic because I was just reading what I had already written down. They didn't sound natural at all. Now, I have my outline to guide me, and I just talk based off of that. That outline is the guide for me and for that episode that I'm creating. Um, And I have to know and trust myself to just go with it. If I know a story, for example, that I'm going to share, I just write down the story that I'm going to tell, and when I get to that point in the episode, you know, I tell the story like I'm telling a friend. I mean, when you talk to other people, do you script the stories that you tell your friends? No way. You just tell it. And that's how it should be on your podcast. It becomes more natural that way. Now, I will say there's still a few things that I do script in my episodes. Even today, I script, uh, I script my intros and I script my outros. And let me tell you why. I do this because, well, first the intro, it is the most important part of the recording. If it doesn't pull in the listener and tell them, okay, this is what you're going to get or this is why you need to stick around and listen If it doesn't do that, then people won't be compelled to stick around and listen, and they'll leave. You're asking people to devote a lot of time, sometimes between 15 minutes and sometimes up to an hour or even more than that, out of their day to listen to your voice. That intro needs to be there to get them to commit to sticking with the show, and then you're good. Without that intro and getting right into the meat of what they're in for, They'll just leave, and that's why I script a compelling intro every time in a way that I know will get more people to commit to listening through. So the most important thing to think about here is this. What's in it for them? What will that transformation be, and what will they gain from listening to the show? The outros are just as important as the intro, and I script those also because it's the last thing people hear and their last final impression of the show and episode. And also that's the place where I want them to take action, right? That's where the call to action should be. And they can take that info they just learned in that episode that you just created and put it to good use. It's important to have that instruction be precise and clear and motivating. And that's why, you know, I don't take any chances there and I do script that part. But it's so much easier than scripting the whole thing. So I script the intro, I script the outro, and if there's maybe a piece of the middle Um, That's really important or, you know, parts where I'm quoting someone else. Obviously, those things will be scripted as well. So those are my solo shows. For the interviews, I personally like to approach them as if I'm going to be sitting down with that person I'm interviewing at a coffee shop and just have a regular conversation where I know that my job is to just ask questions and figure out as much as I can and learn as much as I can from that person I'm interviewing or sitting with at a coffee shop. This approach which I'll call the coffee shop approach, uh, I feel, for me personally, I feel it helps me ask the same questions that my audience 
on the other end listening is wondering too. You know, I'm on the same level as my listener and can speak and ask questions at the same level as them. Not, not on the other hand, if, if I already knew exactly what was going on and because of that curse of knowledge sort of have my listeners wondering more or feeling like, you know, I'm already ahead of where they're at as far as understanding what's going on. You know, I want to be on that same level. So that's why I don't really spend too much time preparing questions. You know, I may prepare a few if there's some key things I really want to make sure I cover, but I don't prepare too much with questions or research about the person I'm interviewing because I want the conversation to be natural. And like I said, I want to I want it to be just like I want to be my own audience member, you know, and ask the same questions they probably have too. And I think it's just more entertaining for the listener if it just free flows like that and is less structured. But that's my style. I know people who prepare for days before an interview. You know, they read all the books and material that that person uh, they're interviewing has written. And I mean, yeah, it's a bit scary going into an interview not really knowing about someone. And I do figure out a little bit, of course, you want to know sort of why they're on your show and what they could bring to the table. But, you know, I let my just natural conversation abilities. um, And again, you'll get better over time. But, you know, I just just like we're sitting down in a coffee shop and i find that i ask better questions when i sit there and pretend when i'm uh when i'm recording my podcast just like ha- i'm having a real conversation but again that's my style what works best for me and my podcast audience might not work best for you and yours so you'll have to experiment and try things out and see what works for you so zach i hope this answers your question and i hope my answer helps you i'm wondering if this means that you'll be starting a podcast soon and if you are Best of luck. Let me know when the show goes live. I'd, li- I'd love to uh, have a listen. If you are interested, the listener, in podcasting and want a free tutorial, you know, I don't ask for anything in return, not even an email. If you go to podcastingtutorial.com, like I mentioned at the beginning, you'll get that there. You'll get all the information to start a podcast. Good luck to all of you. Thank you so much for your question, Zach. And an Ask Pat t-shirt will be headed your way very soon. And if you have a question you'd like answered here on Ask Pat, head on over to askpat.com. Of course, I'll leave you with a quote of the day. And this quote is by Maya Angelou. She said, words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning. And that is why I love podcasting. Because there's just something, there's something about the power of the human voice. So you have one. Now's the time to use it. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.